Welcome to The Secret Life of Dietitians. I'm Laura Poland. And I'm Amy Keller. Well, we're all heading back to out to eat. Yes. <laughs> the, um, the pandemic seems to have hit a little bit of a, a slowdown, at least, mm-hmm. and hopefully that's permanent. Yes. Um, and I saw an, is it an interesting statistic uh, the other day that 30% of us are very excited <laughs> to go back out to eat. I've been out to eat a few times um, in the last month or so, month or two. How about you? Yeah, I just started going back to restaurants and feeling like, okay, it's normal again, right? right. So, yeah, I just started doing that myself as well. And I was very excited about it. So I was one of those 30%. So today we're going to take on eating out. When I teach classes about healthy eating, this is maybe the most difficult class because it's something that we all do at one time or another. And it's one of those places that can feel really tricky in terms of making good choices Uh, figuring out menus and what's good and what's not good. So today we're going to talk a lot about eating away from home, eating out, and I'm hoping you'll take away a few tips today that can help you maybe enjoy your next restaurant meal a little bit more and make good choices. So stay tuned. I get this question quite a bit. Yes. Where should I eat? For my clients, it's like, what's a good restaurant? Where should I go? What should I do? Like, what do you recommend? You know, what what should I do when I go out to a restaurant too? So I thought this was... This is just something that's come up a lot recently, I think, because everybody's kind of like getting back to the restaurants and they hadn't been there before. Right. You know, for a lot of us, I, I did pull up a few statistics here, you know, Uh, Most of us, of course, say going to a restaurant is enjoyable, 90%. We all agree that we enjoy going to a restaurant. Uh, When we say we'd rather, like, eat out leisurely with our friends rather than cook, 75% of us, I totally get that. You know, if we like, uh, many of us like to eat out more than twice a week. That's about 45% of us. Uh, And most of us, well, okay, not quite most of us do treat restaurants as part of our lifestyle. And that that answer to that question was only 40%. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage it to be more than that. I would think. if you, yeah. You know, I think that some people, especially maybe when you have a large family or young children, sometimes find eating out to be a stressful experience. I remember when my son was 18 (laughs) months old, I think my husband at that time and I decided that we were never eating out again because, you know, okay. taking a baby to a restaurant who yeah. sleeps through the meal <laughs> is much different than taking a toddler through the restaurant who doesn't want anything that's on the menu. Right. Um, so I think it's part of life stages as well. That I've could noticed, be. I think, you know, couples who are empty nesters or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you don't have older children, maybe eat out more often because yeah. they can. Mm-hmm. But I think when you have little kids, sometimes that eating out yeah. goes away for yeah. a while okay. just because it can be very stressful. So I maybe that. that's the 40%. Maybe that's the 40%. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that there should be a shift in a mentality towards eating and including restaurants as part of your lifestyle. Right. Because it does make us all happy. <laughs> we find it enjoyable. Right. And so... Uh, this is the question that I just feel like it would be fun for us today to dish on how we deal with it too, personally, right. if you're willing to share. Yes. 
And then also just kind of walks everyone through, you know, what to do when you're on eating out, looking at the menu, what are mm -hmm. some tips for uh, going to a restaurant and keeping under control with things like portion control and right. hunger and those types right. of things. So, and we'll end today by talking through some special considerations mm -hmm. to keep in mind. Well, you know, I think restaurants can be tricky for many reasons because mm -hmm. the portions are larger, as you mentioned. Yes. Uh, sometimes uh, you get tricked with some menu words that can be confusing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't always have a choice as to where you're eating out. This is where your friends are going. Right. And so you're going there as well. You know, yeah. you don't always have that choice of this is the restaurant that everyone has agreed on. True. Sometimes there's a thought of getting your money's worth with eating out. This is particularly tricky with buffet style eating. Oh, yes. We were at a buffet <laughs> close to home last Monday uh -huh. and my son's girlfriend was serving uh, for her 4-H club. This was like a fundraiser for them. Okay. And we had put in our orders to go up to the buffet. Mhm. Mm and I got the check. We both both my son and I had finished our first plate and I got the check and I noticed the price of the buffet. It was very reasonable, but I looked uh -huh. and I thought for a second, I wonder if I should get a second plate. Right. Because <laughs> that's what I've just paid for that one plate. And we both agreed, my son and I, shockingly, that he was full at 15 uh -huh. years old. Yeah. That he didn't have to get a second plate. Yeah. But it is something that, you know, that getting your money's worth concept. Yeah, very is, much so. Right. And I, I've noticed this when I teach classes that people are very, they feel a lot of pressure to eat mm -hmm. when there's, you know, an all-you-can-eat situation. Yeah. They feel yeah. a lot of pressure to do that. Money is a part of it, too. Yeah, for sure. We know with COVID, people ate out less, although mm -hmm. I think many of us just pivoted to DoorDash yeah. or to other food <laughs> delivery services because we wanted to support our local businesses, right. which was great. Which, yes. A great we did thing. That, yeah. right. I, we, I mm -hmm. felt like we supported yep. our local businesses a couple of times a week. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, which was a good thing to do, you mm -hmm. know, keeping people employed and those types of things. Right. But eating out can be really tricky. And this is something that I think we struggle with. We go out to eat. We sometimes, and, and maybe one of the tips is even just preparing to go out to eat. Uh huh. So how do you recommend your clients, maybe before they've even gotten to that restaurant, let's say you have a choice in the restaurant, what kind of tips do you give for preparing to go out to sure. eat? Sure. So a lot of my younger clients are already all over this tip, but you can go online and see the, the menu and review what is on the meal you know, the, the restaurant's menu. <laughs> By the way, this is a law for chain restaurants mm. that they must publish calorie counts. That went into effect of May of 2020. Right. Anything that has more than 20 locations must publish their calorie counts as an easily accessible area for the consumer. So that could be an app, that could be a website, that could be a menu board. We've okay. all been through the drive-thrus where we see the calories posted right. now, which is always an eye-opening experience. Uh -huh. But even, you know, now if you have a, just a mom-and-pop private operation, right. you're not going to have that information. So right. if you don't have access to that calorie count or making some decisions, what kind of well, things do you recommend? And I, yeah, I mean, initially I think about not even just doing it because of the calories, but just to see what they have mm -hmm. and look at the options and then think about what do you feel like you'd want to have at this restaurant. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. So often, and, and when people ask me these questions, I'm just kind of like, I don't want to say, don't do this, do this. And I see a lot of those 
you know, avoid this mm-hmm. or, and the reality is if something sounds good, I think there's a way to have it. So yes. in my mind, there's so many things going on that I want this person to understand. I don't want to, I want, I don't want to shut anything down. Right. Like if something looks good and you know, and we'll talk about this later, like how to determine that. But if it's like a higher calorie, higher fat item, could you balance it mm-hmm. with something else or do something mm-hmm. to make it balanced And in terms of the calories? So you're having something that's maybe not so high in calories to go along with that. And so that when you eat, maybe you don't eat the full portion of the fried food either. Mm-hmm. Maybe you save it and bring, or not necessarily fried, but just the high calorie I like to tell my clients to find what it is that they really feel like they want to eat. And then let's think about just like we do at home when we're trying to cook and plan a balanced meal is focus on that balance. Think about that. My plate, half of your plate should be produce, fruits, vegetables, you quarter protein and a quarter grain. Is there a way to do that on that menu that you're looking at right. and, and get to a pretty balanced dinner? I love how you say balance. I was, like I said, I was teaching a class this week on eating out Mm -hmm. uh, where I work. And one of the things we talked about is making kind of makeover of meals. We were Mm -hmm. kind of focusing on fast food, but you could do this with a restaurant meal as well, a sit-down restaurant meal. You know, if you take that burger, you know, regular soda and fries, okay, how can we swap some things out to just balance out the calories? Mm -hmm. So don't want to get rid of the burger, that's completely fine. Right. Maybe you go with water or unsweetened mm-hmm. tea to kind of balance out those calories. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can substitute in apple slices if you're able to do that for the fries. If you don't yep. really care about the fries, then that's okay. Now let's say you really want those fries. Right. And that's completely fine too. Right. I'm good with that. Uh-huh. I love fries too. Mm-hmm. So maybe you say, well, I'm going to split with the person that I'm eating with. I'm mm-hmm. going to get a smaller portion. Mm-hmm. So we talked about ways you can take some of these high calorie restaurant meals yeah. just makes it, as I like to say, figure out ways to kind of just make it a little bit less heavy. Yeah. You know, and again, yeah. there are ways to just cut. And to me, the number one is beverages. But, if, you know, right. if you can just do some cuts so you can allow for some other higher calorie foods that right. you really love. Yes. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I love that because I personally, when I'm going to a restaurant, I'm going to look for water or unsweetened tea. Mm-hmm. Unless I want an adult beverage. Right. And occasionally I do. Right. Uh, but then I'll make, I'll try to make some accommodations for that. And like right. you said, another thing to think about is let's say you do want those fries and you're willing to maybe do the fries and not the burger. Mm-hmm. You could actually do that. You go all in on the fries, but then maybe you have a salad mm-hmm. with some sort of protein on it, like a grilled chicken. You've got a pretty balance. You've still got that balance to your plate. Right. I think that's a good place to start. So think about what you really love. Like you said, peruse that menu ahead of time. You, like yeah. you said, millennials are all over this. Mm-hmm. But I think even us older folks yep. we could, know how to do take, that to take advantage yep. of this. <laughs> I often do that before I, I always like to say like I'm planning my planning my meal. Yes. But it's like, I'm also sometimes I just love to look at menus. Yeah. I think they're really <laughs> fun. But let's say you don't have an access to a calorie sure. count, or let's say you're put on the spot, you're sitting right. down, the menu is handed mm-hmm. to you. How can you make some snap decisions on what would be like some of the lighter entrees? One thing I suggest to mm-hmm. my patients is to ask the server, what are some of the lighter things that get the most compliments? 
Okay. What uh -huh. are the, because usually these servers have eaten everything on this right. menu. Right. Yes. So what are the things that they hear yeah. from people uh -huh. are well received? Yeah. Yeah, the, that, I like to do that too. In fact, I did that last night. I right. was at a restaurant I'd never been to before right. and just asked like, well, what do people, you know, like the most? And right. what do you recommend? Right. I love to do that to get started. And then play around with the menu too and, mm -hmm. and think about could you, in the instance that we went to last night or yesterday, we w I was able to do a build your own Mm -hmm. instead of like something off the menu too. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you could do things like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, mostly I feel like the most important thing I tell my clients is think about ordering a, a vegetable or mm -hmm. a fruit or something right. with your meal. Right. Uh, those fruits, vegetables are t going to tend to be lower calories. They're going to help fill you up mm -hmm. and make you more satisfied with your meal. If you, then if you just did, I've seen a, a lot of places that they don't even offer a vegetable, you know? Right, right. And so sometimes it's a little bit extra money to do that. Mm -hmm. But the way I also, what I tell my clients is it's okay to order more food then maybe comes with a meal or something like that and then ask for a to-go container and right. then plan on eating half of it, a third of it, or, you know, whatever looks right for your portion size and, and make sure that you're still eating balanced at that meal. I love the idea of not being able to f afraid to ask. I always tell mm -hmm. people, you would never, you know, if you were allergic to tomatoes, you would never be afraid to say, hold the tomato. Yeah. But we are often afraid to say, you know, hold that dressing or can you put it on the side or. Right. And I think that we, if you don't ask, you won't get. Right. If you don't say, please not, do not salt my fries and I'll, if I want to yeah. add salt, I will. Mm -hmm. You'll be surprised. Right. How often they say, oh yeah, we can do that. Right. Because you're not the first person to ask for it. I always say, you're not, right. the, you're not yeah. the first person who's asked right. for that, yeah. that, you know, a lower sodium version yeah. of something, you know, and it's okay to do. And there are places that do, I, I have seen come across occasionally, very rarely, most places I'd say would be very accommodating. Mm -hmm. But sometimes where they say, nope, no substitutes, you right. can't make a substitution, right. then, you know, that's where you can kind of talk about... Uh, like I said, adding something or mm -hmm. ask them if they could not even provide the food that you are trying to substitute that they won't let you substitute. So right. then just say, would you please leave it off the plate? Right, right. One thing that I have noticed recently, I don't know about you, um, when I've ordered salads in restaurants, dressing's coming on the salad more yeah. often now than it used to. Yeah. It used to be pretty standard practice. Mm -hmm. The dressing will be on the side. I've been into a few eating out scenarios in the last couple of months where the dressing comes on the salad and it's almost shocking yeah. because I'm not used to it. Yeah. So oh. I'm, I'm telling my patients get back in that habit yeah. of saying on the side on because the it is not always the case. And if they say, oh, it's already mixed up, then that's a clue to you whether you want to continue forward to with that, that item. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes I feel like they just get so heavy-handed with the salad dressing. Yes. Although I have been to a few places, I will admit, where they have put the salad dressing on and it's not overdone mm -hmm. and it's actually not bad. Right. So I don't know if they're getting better. You right. know, maybe that's why they're trying to do it more, but instead of putting it on the side. But and right. yeah. So I know I also wanted to talk about because you, you asked me earlier about prior to even going to the restaurant, mm -hmm. another thing that I do 
recommend to my clients is making sure you're not going in starved. Yes. So, you know, whenever you think about, like, if you have a special occasion and you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so looking forward to eating at this restaurant and I'm, I know I'm going to get whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that I normally don't get fish and chips, but I'm going to have that fish and chips, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just really looking forward to it. The last thing you want to do, actually, is to skip your snack, skip your meal mm-hmm. prior to going. Right. That's it, a trap. It um, is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> and and so what happens is you end up overeating then. Right. You end up eating more than you would have eaten had you not skipped a meal. And then the other thing that you've just done is decrease your metabolism. Like your body slows down how much right. it's burning calories. Right. Because you're kind of in a starvation mode then. Right. And that's not necessarily great for us either. And if you are in a situation where they do have pre-meal foods, whether that's bread basket Mm -hmm. or if you're in a Mexican restaurant, chips, if you go in really hungry, the focus is going to be on those pre-meal foods Mm -hmm. and less on the meal. Right. Now, am I saying that you should not have a basket of chips when you go to a Mexican restaurant? Absolutely not. That's part of the experience. That's part of the enjoyment. Yes. You can do it one of two ways is how I tend to recommend. Uh Either say, I'm going to limit myself to one basket before Mm -hmm. the meal comes, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to say, bring the chips with my meal. Uh So you can be eating the meal and working on the chips. Same thing with the bread basket. The bread's better with the meal anyway, typically, Mm -hmm. and you don't fill up on the bread and enjoy your meal, you know, less. I love that suggestion. And and that's one of those things that I don't think about asking somebody. me neither. Because I feel like this is the routine. I don't want to mess up their routine. This is the restaurant. This is what they do, Right. right? But I think uh, it's okay to do that. I think it's okay to yeah. say, hey, bring that bread basket. I still want it. Right. Bring, just bring it when you bring the entrees. Yeah. See, now I don't have a problem with the bread. I can, if they bring it early, I can kind of wait and right. not necessarily eat it right away. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but part of that is, like, I do practice what I preach in terms of, like, I don't go into a restaurant right. hungry. Right. Because I know, and I think this is a mentality that I wish people would understand and think about is, so many, now that we're seeing those calorie counts on the rent menus too, you can see how many calories are in certain dishes and you just don't need that many di- calories at one time. Right. But I want that entree. Right. So let's get it and then I'll eat half of it, which right. is probably the better right. calorie that or I should be doing. But I won't do that if I've, I'm starved. Right. Or <laughs> split it with the person that you're dining with. Mm-hmm. I, I love doing really that. I've really gone to... You know, we want to have an app and we want to have a meal. Mm-hmm. So we split both. Yep. And that makes life much happier for everybody. Yes. Um, because you get to try some different things. I didn't mm-hmm. want to miss the app because it mm-hmm. looked amazing too. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to miss that by saying, well, no, I'm not going to have an appetizer because right. I'm getting this entree. Mm-hmm. But if we split, it makes a big difference. That's one trip. I love the, the to-go box. Mm-hmm. I will say ask for the to-go box early. Yes. Bring it out early and just Bring portion off what you've done that. Right. And portion off because the more you sit and socialize, sometimes you look down <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's all gone. <laughs> right. I ate it. Yeah. Because you haven't, you know, the longer you can sit and wait, mm-hmm. you know, um, sometimes the more you'll eat. But, you know, and then, you know, if you're trying, let's say you, though, are kind of put on the spot in a restaurant and mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay, 
The server's not making any recommendations of lighter things. There's no calories li listed. What are some of those key words on menus? I know for sure. leads, like crispy, crunchy, fried. Right tend to mean heavier items. Right. Ask how it's prepared, if right. it's fried, if it's even stir fried is going to be a little more calories than mm -hmm. uh, grilled, baked, those types of things. Right. And lean meats. That's the other thing you can look for. Right. Is what kind of meats are, is it made from? Fish, here's the thing. Like, I don't know about you, but fish doesn't happen very often in my house. Mm-hmm. In Ohio, it's just not something we right. get very fish often. Is fresh here and delicious like it right. is on the coast. Yes. So I love to order fish when I'm out. Mm -hmm. And I try to get like salmon and things like that too because my husband does not like salmon at all, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But I do find that I've been kind of enjoying it. Right. So maybe treat eating out as opportunities to eat some of those foods that you don't always get and I love that and I'm right and I'm not like I said I'm, my house salads are it's it's a me thing if I'm gonna have a salad and sometimes they don't last very long mm -hmm. you know they just you know they go bad before I can get to them so sometimes I will get a salad mm -hmm. going out because that's not something right that I eat a ton of at okay. home yeah you know um mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's a great uh, i think that's a great suggestion if you have something that you don't eat at home very often because maybe somebody doesn't like the smell right you know in yeah. our house some oh i don't like the smell of that mm -hmm. salmon yeah so don't mm -hmm. fix it when i'm around right. yeah that's an opportunity to eat it in the restaurant right yeah. yes or if you're in a place where like the fish is excellent let's say you are mm -hmm. you know <gasps> we, we honeymooned in maine uh -huh. i think i ate fish every single meal Absolutely. Because I was in the Mecca right. of fish, and I felt like I had to just right. try everything because everything was so special. But to get back to your point, too, of, like, what are you looking for? Even fish can be heavy and right. a lot of calories depending on how what they're putting on top of it. Are they right. putting on a heavy sauce on top of it? Right. Like creamed sauces. Right. That's another word that, I, you know, you're going to get a little more calories from. Right. Marinated is always a leaner word. Broiled is always right. a leaner word. Seasoned, I think, tends to be, you know, like maybe there's... And, you know, and if you're in a situation where you are maybe in a fine dining situation where you can mm -hmm. ask a few more questions about mm -hmm. how things are prepared, I know, you know, fast food is a lot of assembling and not mm -hmm. a lot of cooking anymore. Mm -hmm. So there maybe isn't as much customization. Because I deal with celiac disease a lot, This I do talk a lot about customization. Yes. Because you okay. do have to ask those questions. And we'll right. get to some of those special situations at the end of mm -hmm. today but it applies for everyone yeah you know to say oh you know i'm <clears throat> thinking about this chicken dish but i'm not sure what's going on with the the, right. the topping on it or yeah. something like that ask those questions if right. you can yeah and again i think sometimes the the nicer restaurant you're in you're going to have a more educated server an mm -hmm. adult who's yeah. going to be serving who would probably know more about it yeah. But, you know, not be afraid to ask for some additional assistance. Right. I went, you said that, and I went to a restaurant recently, I think it was some sort of special occasion anyway, and the, you know, waiter were like, really like the idea of this meal, but not a fan of the sauce is that, you know, and they mm -hmm. were able to throw out other suggestions. Yes. And so don't be afraid because good restaurants and good waiters <laughs> right. will help you. Right. And yeah. Right. So, um, and I think that, you know, your suggestions of, you know, like I said, trying some of those things, it's also a good time to, you know, if you were ever like, Oh, I've never had this. Uh huh. 
but I think I might want to try it. Right. You know, having mm-hmm. somebody prepare it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the right. things that, you know, I don't eat a lot of at home is Brussels sprouts, but boy, a good roasted Brussels sprout mm-hmm. in a restaurant, you just can't beat. Uh-huh. And I, you know, again, not something I'm prepared at home, but I've also gotten ideas mm-hmm. on how I never had a, a roasted Brussels sprout prior yeah. to eating one in a restaurant. Uh-huh. I'm like, that is awesome. Right. Yeah. I might try to do that. Yep. You know, so <laughs> it can give you some ideas as well of maybe things you want to incorporate into your mm-hmm. home life. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing that some restaurants get, I I once served on a committee for uh, like some healthier initiatives okay. in the county in which I worked. And I remember very clearly one of the suggestions was to bring a Chipotle to town, that that was going to be healthy for our community. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh... No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chipotle is great. It's delicious. It's right. one of my favorite, or like right. quick serve restaurants. Right. It's one of our favorites. It's fresh. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. However, <laughs> just like Subway, Panera, Chipotle tends to get what we call a health halo because of the way they market. Uh-huh. And that's completely fine. And they are doing a lot of things right and, you yeah. know, sourcing things. Um, however, there's an impression. And we see this like even like in other parts of food, like organic gets a health halo. Right. Same thing with some certain restaurants. They get this health halo of (laughs) everything you purchase at Chipotle is somehow healthy and low calorie. Right. Ooh, absolutely not. Right. You know, the wraps at Chipotle are 300 calories. That's just the burrito. That's nothing on it. Right. That's plain. Exactly. And if you get the double wrap burrito, you know, which you do apparently. I didn't um, know this until my son did. This is a thing, yes. I've seen the meat. I mean, it's quite a a feat. Um, You're talking about 600 calories just for the package that the ingredients come in. Yeah. You know, the chips and the guac, there are 800 calories. I mean, there's just a lot going on there that are, that can be quite high calorie. Mm -hmm. And Subway did this with all of their marketing with the Heart Association. But, you know, a 12 inch Subway sub with chicken, bacon, ranch on it is not a low calorie choice. Right. Any way, shape or form. I don't care where it came from. Yeah. Right. Right. That's something that's really hard to understand and think about. And that's why when people ask me for restaurants recommendations, like, well, Chipotle is sure it is an option because you can see that people like that because they can see mm-hmm. what's being put in and right. that makes them feel more comfortable and mm-hmm. in control of what they're eating. Right. But understanding that th- there's a great website to, and most of these places have websites. You can go right. ahead of time and say, right. okay, this is how I would make a burrito at Chipotle. How many calories would that be? Mm-hmm. And again, so I've gotten to the point where I know the burrito I like to have, I need to eat half of it right. <laughs> and then I'm good, you right. know? So understanding that it just because it seems like they have clean eating or yes. <laughs> these marketing claims and that type of thing that you can't get into trouble there. You can, right. You can get overwhelmed eating way too many calories that you didn't even realize you were eating. That's, right. that's, part of the problem too. Right, because it can feel like, well, this is the healthy place. This right. is the healthy choice. And it can add up quickly. Right. And maybe not even from a caloric perspective. Sometimes if you do a little bit of research on your restaurants and you find out, well, calorically it's okay, but the sodium so, is off the charts. Yes. And that's something else to be aware of with restaurant meals. They tend mm-hmm. to be significantly higher in sodium than something you would prepare at home. Right. And this is why eating out is not something I, I'm recommending as we're talking about it today, just so you understand. I'm not recommending eating out all the time. No. But there are times where... 
you're in a jam, you end up eating out. You plan to eat out, you eat out. Right. And so, yeah, being aware of the sodium is so much higher. Things that you look out for for sodium mm-hmm. at restaurants would be like if a food is pickled mm-hmm. or smoked uh, in a broth or a juice. Mm-hmm. Broths and a juices are going to be very high in salt. Mm-hmm. Any kind of like teriyaki, soy, cocktail sauces. Most sauces, really, right, right. are just going to be high in salt. Right, right. Um, any kind of lunch meat, even if it's a lean roast beef can Mm -hmm. be very high in sodium, you know, and I think, you know, and and again, marketing is slick in a lot of these places. They'll say something is fresh market or something Mm -hmm. like that and realize that it's still quite, could be quite high in sodium. So do that research ahead of time. Again, most restaurants will publish a calorie count, you know, sometimes maybe on a menu board or Mm -hmm. in a menu, but to get the full nutrition breakdown, you're probably going to need to dig a little deeper. Yeah. So go into that restaurant website. Um, sometimes it's a PDF document. Sometimes that you right. have to download, which is a little annoying. But you can yeah. take a look and see, okay, that's the sandwich I was going to get. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's 1,600 milligrams of sodium. Whew, right. That's a little more maybe than I want to be consuming mm-hmm. in a single meal. Right. Yeah. So you have options. You can say, I still want that sandwich, uh-huh. you know, so what right. can I do to mitigate, you know, maybe right. not get fries, maybe get something that's a piece of fruit or something like mm-hmm. that, or say, I'm going to split that sandwich with the person that I'm dining with. Right. That's another option. Yep. That does the sodium in half. Right. So. And then I think it's, it's okay to say things aren't fabulous. How many times have we looked forward to that restaurant meal? You build it up in your mind Mm -hmm. that it's going to be this amazing experience. (laughs) And you get there and it's, meh. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Right. It tastes okay. Right. But it's not great. It's not what you would hope for. And I think Mm -hmm. that if there's a skill in saying, "Mm, this isn't really as great as I thought it was going to be. I'm either going to pack half up. Maybe I'm not taking it home at all. Right. Maybe it's just not for me. Maybe it's just, Mm -hmm. I thought this was going to be amazing and it's just not. Yeah. Or it just doesn't appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I know you feel like, oh, I paid for this. Yep. I paid for this. Oh, I've got to take yes. it home. I paid for this. Right. And maybe if you have somebody else in your house who you know is a reliable consumer right. of leftovers, go for it. That's fine. Right. But if you're like, I'm going to take this home and I'm going to heat it up tomorrow, even though it really wasn't that good. And yeah. I'm going to have to heat it up because I paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's have, tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. Right. I'm like... I hate to pay for things and then not eat them. Right. <laughs> so, but maybe, but, or, you know, take it home and say, maybe it's just today. It doesn't appeal to me today, but maybe right. I want to heat up. It'll be better. Maybe. You know, there um, are some foods that are like that. So what about buffets? I was going to, we talked a little bit <laughs> about beginning that getting your money's worth. What are your tips for buffet eating? I mean, buffets Don't are go. back. <laughs> buffets are back. You know what? Though? Buffets can be healthy. And, and they some can. That, where they have extra vegetables available. Exactly. It's, um, it's exactly like, it's just that, what does your plate look like? Right. right. And, and think about portion sizes right. and balance and focus on the fruits and the vegetables. If you're trying to stick with your, you know, your diet and mm-hmm. your like goals that you have, you don't have to give them up just because you're at a buffet. You right. can focus on know that fruits vegetables are going to tend to be lower in calories unless they're like in a bunch of sauce Mm -hmm. or cheese sauces or that type of thing right Uh, 
And then focus on having those be the primary thing. Having a serving of protein, Mm -hmm. three ounces of protein is all we need at a meal. Mm -hmm. So that's the size of the palm of my hand. So I do a pretty good job when I'm going to a restaurant or when I'm eating out of saying, oh, I've already had three ounces of meat. As a dietitian, I don't know, like, if everybody does that. But, I mean, I'm just like, oh, that's plenty, you know, Mm -hmm. and then stop at that. If you want to try several different proteins and just try to take smaller portions, that's the beauty of a buffet, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Is you can try a bunch of different types of protein. Right. So that was our our buffet experience last Monday. Mm -hmm. I went and because their green beans at this particular restaurant are the bomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're made in some ham and some things like that. Uh-huh. It's good. <laughs> it's Amish-style dining. If yes. you're from this area, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I took half a plate of green beans mm-hmm. because they're so good there. Uh-huh. And I was very, I had, you know, maybe a, maybe a quarter plate of mashed potatoes and a little bit of their stuffing and yeah. then one piece of chicken. Uh-huh. And it just felt very satisfying. Plus, I had a salad to, to start. Uh-huh. I was like, look at all these vegetables I'm eating. Right. I a buffet that's known for much higher calorie things. Right. But there's a really great way to get more vegetables in that situation. Where I wasn't being mm-hmm. served a little dish of green beans, I was able to take a whole half right. plate. <laughs> right. It was delicious. Yeah. 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 So think about that. The other thing you can think about, especially in Chinese buffets, uh, is ways <laughs> to slow yourself down. And I'm a big mm. fan of eating with chopsticks because what does that uh-huh. do unless you're excellent at it and most people are not? <laughs> yeah. It slows you down. It does slow you down. That's, that's, a huge tip for us just in general when you're eating at a restaurant, right? Right, slow down. Slow down. Enjoy every bite. And if you're not starving when you come in, you're more likely to be able to eat at a reasonable pace. Exactly. That was another, that's good. I always forget about that, but that's another reason why you don't want to skip a meal before you go to it. Right, you're going to eat quickly. You're going to eat quickly. Right, right. When we were little kids, we would go to, do you remember Rack's? Yes. They had a super bar buffet, and my great Uh aunt lived down in this in Columbus, and we would go down, and my dad was always joke, because we were like, we were like, you know, eight, nine, ten-year-old kids. We ate a lot. Yeah. And he was like, we we were eating at this buffet, like we just got gotten out of prison. (laughs) (laughs) We were just so hungry. Right. Well, because it was, and we were eating fast, Mm -hmm. and because we were, we came into these restaurant situations way too hungry. Yes. And everything looked good. And that's the other thing. Everything looks really good when you're hungry. Yes. When you're really hungry, even stuff you don't love or isn't very good, everything tastes amazing when you're starving. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And you just don't make good decisions either. Right. I don't. I mean. Think about the last time you were, right. Think about the last time you were broke where you were really chill about money. Right. You know? Think about the last time you were really hungry. Were you really chill about food? (laughs) Right. Right. You're not. You're just... Yeah. Right. You make those decisions that are not great. Yes. So, so let's wrap up talking about some of those special considerations. You know, like I said, my wheelhouse is talking about how to order, order gluten-free. Yeah. But, and, and, and that's, a, that's a whole different bird, especially if you're dealing with an intolerance or an allergy or celiac disease. Mm-hmm. Customization is your friend. It can be extremely difficult to eat in a situation where a food is being assembled. Fast mm-hmm. food is so, so tough. Yeah. Do your research ahead of time. There are apps available. My favorite one, if you are dealing with a gluten issue, is Mm -hmm. Find Me Gluten Free. 
Uh-huh. It's kind of like Yelp for restaurants. Okay. So realize it is user-driven. Gotcha. So when you put in the restaurant, you are getting reviews from other uh-huh. diners. Okay. However, if you're seeing way more positive reviews than negative reviews, uh-huh. I think sometimes you can feel like, okay, I could probably do this. Right. Uh, and then research ahead. Look and see, do they have a gluten-free menu available? Mm-hmm. If they don't, what could be adapted from their menu? Yeah. If you go in and you get, unfortunately, sometimes that blank look that mm-hmm. you sometimes get when you say, I need to eat gluten-free. Right. Think about going back to basics. Think about a piece of protein, a potato, and a vegetable, mm-hmm. and then ask how those can be prepared safely. Uh-huh. Um, so there's there's definitely ways to do that. But okay. what about That's things great. like just making, let's say you're on a low-sodium diet, or let's say you're uh, watching something else. How can you, for example, order healthier Chinese food? Yeah, so with Chinese food, again, it's looking for more steamed or... Stir fried mm-hmm. over fried, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to make sure that you're got lots of vegetables in the Chinese dish. So mm-hmm. many Chinese dishes, I feel like these days, you get them and there's no vegetables. Because people don't want them. I know, They've but I do. Out. I, and I, I, I do. Like, it drives me crazy right. to go to Chinese no, restaurants. But, I mean, people will say, "Well, I don't want, I don't <sighs> want the broccoli and the peppers and those." So I guess that's where I need to just say. Can you put double the vegetables yes, in I this? Yes, I love that idea. Yes. Yep. So I would do some stuff like that, uh, ask for that. But the number one thing for for me for Chinese restaurant, I just don't care for fried rice, but order the steamed rice. Yes, yes. <laughs> and brown steamed rice if it's available. Yes. I love that, you know, most Chinese restaurants these days, you can order brown rice and you can thank me from years of paying extra for brown rice <laughs> that it is now on the menu and you do not have to pay for it. Well, thank you very much. I love. I mean, yes, I mean, there. You sometimes you don't have that option, but right. when you do, it is a really nice option to yeah. take. Yeah, that's a great yeah. one. Mexican is really also hard to eat low oh. calorie. It seems like, or, or in a healthier way. Yes. What kind of tips do you have for Mexican restaurants? So Mexican, I always think about this. I had the pleasure of doing a group program, and we went out to a Mexican. They wanted to instead of doing a potluck where we brought in healthier options yes. and had a potluck together they said let's go out because there's a restaurant right near our work and we go here all the time and we want to learn how do we eat a little healthier here oh my gosh that's a lot of pressure it it was a lot of pressure (laughs) but it was so much fun i'm like i love my job i got to go out to a mexican restaurant for work you know like you said mentioned earlier is control the chips Uh, you know just five or six chips is kind of like a serving, right? right. And they're so big. They're typically, big. They yeah, tend typically to be very they're big. big. And watch that queso dip sometimes. Again, now right. I love queso, and you're not yeah. going to take queso away from me. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. I'm going to say, well, if I'm getting chips and queso, that's going to need to come with my meal because I'm going to fill up on chips and queso. Yeah. If yeah. I don't. Or yeah. I might say, chips and queso is my meal. I do that. And that's okay. Sometimes. I do that. Like, I love just doing like the queso dip, the guacamole, the salsa. Just and call chips it an and, meal. Yeah. I mean, and, it's not And perfect. we do a There's beans right. too. And then right. you've got protein. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's okay mm-hmm. to do. We've yeah. done that at Greek restaurants. Well, mm-hmm. There's a Greek ra- restaurant here in Columbus that will do just their hummus, spinach and feta dip and pita, pita. and, and yeah. call that dinner. Yes. And it's, I, and we, because if we get an entree after we've had that, we're stuffed. Right. And we're not yes. comfortable. And we're not feeling good. Yeah. But if we just get apps, yes. maybe we order a, look, a couple extra bowls of pita, mm-hmm. and that is a very satisfying dinner. I agree. I do that a lot at those types of restaurants, like, uh, especially Mexican. But you could also look at, 
<clears throat> you know, the grilled shrimp, mm-hmm. the the uh, and sharing like a fajita or something like that, because mm-hmm. usually there's way too much and you don't need that much. But a fajita meal is a pretty decent way. It's got a lot of fruits or a lot of vegetables, sorry, mm-hmm. and meat. And then you've got your uh, grain with the tortillas. Right. What about Italian and pizza? I think pizza is one of those things that people feel like is derailing their healthy <laughs> diet. What kind of things do you... Re- because pizza is one of those things that's very easy. We don't always eat out pizza. That's something that tends to come to the home. Uh-huh. So if you're fixing or ordering pizza, what would you recommend? You know, the thing with pizza is I do focus on the crust. Yeah, the thinner you can go with the crust, the better. Mm-hmm. It, that will save you some calories. And, mm-hmm. and the other thing is... For me, pizza, let's just stick to the tomato sauce, <laughs> the the pizzas that are the Alfredo sauce mm-hmm. and that type of thing. You've just taken a vegetable away from it. So right. it's like the, the benefit of eating pizza is it's got tomato sauce. Right. So focus on that tomato sauce. But let's say tomato sauce is not your thing. Okay. You can use olive oil and garlic. I've seen a lot of restaurants uh-huh. that will just like do an olive oil garlic crust. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Yep. Just make sure you put then on top of it a lot of vegetables. Yes. Yep. That would that would be my suggestion. Right. And you know you've got protein with the cheese. You don't need the meat. So every once in a while, if you're doing pizza on a regular basis, maybe you don't always order the meat on the pizza. Right. Right. But always, always, my best tip for pizza is make sure to have a salad with it. Right. Have the restaurant deliver a salad. If you don't like their salads, make your own mm-hmm. while you're waiting for the pizza to get ready and come to you. You could make a quick salad. I cannot stop eating pizza unless I have a salad. Mm-hmm. I have to eat the pizza and then I have my salad after. Mm-hmm. And that helps me to feel like I don't need to eat any more pizza. Right. I'm helps much you fill better. up. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I would say, like, manage the space in your stomach. Exactly. You know, <laughs> um, utilize some of that lower calorie, high mm-hmm. volume food. Yeah. Not to trick yourself into being full, but more to just say, hey, I want to make sure I get a lot of nutrient dense exactly. instead of calorie dense. And that's really exactly. where restaurants trip us up is that calorie dense concept. Right. Lots of calories and very little food. And when we eat at home, we tend to hopefully be a little bit more nutrient dense. Yeah. A little bit lower in mm-hmm. calories. But when we're out to eat, it tends to be very calorie dense. So really, our final dietitian dish on today's episode is to just do this less often. I know we're all getting excited about going back to restaurants, but if you're in a restaurant several times a week, it's very hard to keep an eye on calories. Now, for some people, it's necessity. They must right. eat in a restaurant because this is a business issue mm-hmm. or they must, they're meeting clients. Yeah. That's a different situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's something that if you're struggling with your weight or struggling with your health goals and you are having, having to eat out five days a week, that's something to discuss with a dietitian. Yeah. Maybe ways to, to work around that, to handle that. Right. Maybe having a, a select restaurant that you know works for you. Yeah. It can, and can be good. But if you are just a family and eating out is part of your life, and it should be. Right. Because it's an enjoyable... 90% of people say they enjoy it. Yes. I'd love to know that what the other 10%, I guess, yeah. don't like yeah. it, but that's fine, is to say, you know, we're just going to do this less often. Right. And an eye-opening experience, if you're worried about your finances, is how much oh we all gosh. spend out eating we out. Could save a lot of money. Right. Go through your credit card <laughs> bill sometime. Yeah. And highlight the number of meals out Mm -hmm. compare that to your grocery bill 
and say, oh, goodness, we were spending right. this X amount of dollars every week eating out. Yeah. And if I, you know, if you say, well, eating healthy in the grocery store is expensive, mm -hmm. thinking about ways you can put some of that money maybe right. back into your grocery bill that would mm -hmm. be, you know, allow you to make and it's choices. getting more and more expensive. Yes, to and it's, it's not going to get. It's, it's not only going to get worse. It's not going to get so. better. So, yeah, I, and I think just to remember, I mean, I think one of our best tips was that you just don't go into a restaurant or eating out situation without, uh, w with being starved. Right. Right, That's like I am right now. No, I'm <laughs> Actually, oh, I kind of am. We're, we're going out to eat after this. We are. We'll, t we'll report back on what we did. Okay. But I'm a little hungry, so we're going to want to wrap this up because otherwise I'm going to make poor decisions nope. for dinner. I, and so we're going to tease out because next time we're going to talk a little bit more about fast food eating out. Yes. We didn't get to that today. Right. So I think a lot of people believe that fast food is much worse than sit down, and I am about to prove you wrong in our ne <laughs> next episode. So if you have ideas or other questions about what we talked about today, you can reach us at dish at secretliferd.com. You can reach us at our website at secretliferd.com, or you can follow us on follow us on Instagram at the Secret Life Dietitians. And we will see you next time wherever you get your podcasts.